listening to the ESPN New York Tonight podcast with Larry Hardesty on 98.7 ESPN. This is ESPN New York Tonight. Here's Larry Hardesty. I hope you guys had an unbelievable sports weekend. I did, and we'll talk about it next on ESPN New York Tonight. Rocking and rolling with you, along with Joel and Nikki, we're here to talk about things going on in the world of sports. And man, was it a busy weekend. Wow. Okay, I will get to the baseball in a second. Because when I hear, okay, when I hear Mike Trout talk, that means this is serious. Okay, the only time I've heard, the only time I've heard Mike Trout talk over the past two years, he was pitching Subway. He doesn't talk. He's the face of baseball. He's the guy who is the best player in Major League Baseball who says nothing. And even he spoke out. So ladies and gentlemen, for those of you who are sick and tired and just want this whole scandal thing to go away, it ain't happening, baby. We're going to be talking about this at least until the weekend. Because then the weekend you start getting some games. So now we can change our focus away. Unless we're talking about what happened when Houston played in preseason baseball. So we'll talk baseball with you at 1-800-919-3776. But first, I got to tell you about the NBA All-Star Game. Wow. It was really, it was like really a game. Now, they're going to have to do, I'll get to, I'll get to the slam dunk contest in a minute. But they got to, they need to tinker with the uh, different quarters. Okay. I like the idea of resetting the score in everyone's court. I love the idea that you have, uh, especially young people getting the, that you're playing for young people and the funds to help them. Love the idea. Great job, NBA. And the fourth quarter, oh, it was, it was, it was, it was great. I haven't seen, I haven't seen, I've never seen defense play like that in the fourth quarter of a game, of an all-star game. People are taking charges. Lowry's taking the charge in the all-star game. The referees are like, hey, it's an all-star game. Why are you yelling at me? Why are we, why are we reviewing plays and calls? It's an all-star game. The intensity, the, the expression on players' faces that totally changed. Oh, it was great. It was great. It was outstanding. I got, I, listen, I got about my seat a couple of times. I was into it. I enjoy. It wasn't like it wasn't like the first couple of quarters. Geez, anybody going to defend anybody? I just go let them walk. I mean, it's an all star game. I understand that, but I mean, come on, really? Can you just wave at some? Why don't you just wave at them? Hi, good to see you at the all star game. How how was your time in Chicago? Could you wave at somebody? But in the fourth quarter, you didn't have to worry about that. They were Kawhi Leonard was triple teamed in the fourth quarter. Triple team. Oh, it was great. It was great. I loved it. I haven't been that excited about an all-star game in years. It was, it was incredible. Even Marv Albert liked it. And Marv hates everything. 
<laughs> but he loved that. He loved that fourth quarter. And listen, how many basketball games has Marv Albert seen in his career? Lots. So uh, you know that it was something. Listen, Reggie Miller was happy. Reggie Miller's never happy. So it was an excellent fourth quarter. I loved it. I loved it, loved it, loved it. Then there was All-Star Saturday night. And I'm just going to be honest with you. I know that Bam Adebayo was the guy who won the skills challenge. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care about the skills challenge. Can I be honest with you? I don't care. When the, when the skills challenge came on, Three-point shooting, okay, I enjoyed it. Slam dunk. So, first of all, <sighs> Dwight Howard. Impressed that with all his injuries that he still was able to give you a representative dunk. I was happy with that. Superman costume, really? Again? Really? Come on, Dwight, come on, Really? I don't need to see Superman concert, concert. No, I don't need to put that put it away. Now, nice touch that you had twenty four and eight in there in the S. Nice touch. You're not that guy. I don't need, I don't need the cape again. Didn't need it. We know. Now there were some very very nice dunks in the slam dunk contest. Very nice. Aaron Gordon was robbed. We understand it. We do. And if you're going to tell me that um, him, okay, that dunk compared to the other dunk was not comparable. He jumped over Taco Falls. Now, could Taco Falls have done a little bit of job to help Aaron Gordon out? Yeah, huh? Yeah, he could have. Could have. Definitely. Could have. But still, I understand. <laughs> Carla had me crack it up. Carla says, I could jump over Chance the Rapper. <laughs> and I'm not going to. Listen, he knows. I'm not going to debate him. If he says he can jump over Chance the Rapper, who am I to challenge Carlin, damn it? Not me. But I know he can't jump over Taco Falls. <laughs> and Gordon did. And Gordon jumped over Taco Falls. That should have been. Let me just say this. I got up out my seat. The last five dunks in that, in that, in that, I got up out my seat every time. The Taco Falls jump, that dunk over him, I might have jumped um, Spike. I might have jumped maybe as high as Charles Oakley <laughs> for that one. Okay, maybe, maybe. I was just like, he did it. He he, because I thought, and he made it, and he made it on the first dunk. So I was like, for me, I was like, I thought Aaron Gordon was done. This is easy, right? Well, they're all looking at each other's scores, too. Oh, man, this is easy. Oh, my goodness. Oh, that ain't right. That ain't right, man. Come on, man. This ain't right. It wasn't right. It wasn't right. I feel like I should have two trophies. 
feel like I, I have two trophies. I still feel like I'm one of the best, if not the best dunker in the world. So I still feel that. So are we going to see you try this a third time at some point? I don't think so, because this is this would be my fourth time. So the third time was a charm. Uh, I thought I did what I needed to do to win. I don't think I'm going to do it again. And here's the issue, okay? The issue for me was that every dunk he made was perfect up until the end. So if he's got perfect scores, why is he still dunking? Because we got to have a we got to have a winner, okay? He had, he had all perfect scores. Every dunk was a perfect score until the end. I don't know. I don't know. I just thought I, I felt bad for him. I did. I thought I, I thought it was creative because he just pulled him out of the stands. It's not like it's not like well you know obviously he worked with Chance the Rapper. He ain't worked with Taco Falls. One eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. I love the All Star Game format though. That was LeBron. Did you like it? We didn't know what to expect. Obviously, it was the first year, so we was trying something out. But um, I think um, Adam Silver, all the way down to the fans, including the players, the organizations, everybody, uh, will say that was a that was a great was a great start to that new format. Uh, guys had a you know unbelievable time just competing. They brought out the competitive spirit in all of us, and um, you know it was fun. And it was one at the free throw line. The intrigue. Davis has the ball. Spins it in his hands. Free throw up. It's good. It's over. Team LeBron has won the 69th NBA All-Star Game. 157-155 over Team Giannis. That's how it sounded here on 98.7 ESPN. You are listening to the ESPN New York Tonight podcast with Larry Hardesty on 98.7 ESPN. ESPN New York tonight. On 987 ESPN. Me neither. About the All-Star game? I never felt like this before. It's amazing. Yeah, let's talk about it. Let's talk about the scandal. We'll take your calls on that too. There's every time I hear a player talk, something pops into my head. And I'm going to share it with you in a couple of minutes. And I want to see what you think about what I'm thinking. You got that? All right. 1-800-919-3776. Cello is in Flushing. Cello, you're first on 9870 ESPN. Hey, how you doing? What's up, partner? All I want is, I'm, I can't complain. NBA, the the All Star game was awesome. I loved the point system; it was great. Can't complain anything about it. I loved the way they played. I, I was I I haven't been this excited since uh, Magic. Wow. Now, yes, yeah, sir. Uh, usually, you turn it off, and by halftime, <laughs> I turn it off. <laughs> now, quick question: Yes, why can't they amp up the halftime show? Why can't they do something like the Super Bowl? That would make it sexy. It would have been sexy all the way around. I hear you. I mean, they, they tried to do, and Cello, thanks for the phone call. They tried to do some different things. They tried to have some different artists in there to give you a different different view. Um, obviously, 
because the game was in Chicago. The focus was heavy on, you know, folks from Chicago. So you had Common, who I thought did a phenomenal job with the intros uh, yesterday. You had Chance the Rapper. You had some other folks with him during the halftime of the game. So, you know, they tried to put it where it was a salute to Chicago because it's the first time it's been there in forever. So I think that was, that was the slant for that time. But, uh, you know, they try to do different things with it. And, um, it's going to be, it'll be interesting to see how they do it going forward. But, you know, as far as the game was concerned last night, especially that fourth quarter, loved it. Mike and Queens, you're next on 98.7. Good evening, Larry. How are you? I'm doing good, Mike. What's up, my friend? Before I discuss the NBA All-Star game, I have to say one thing about the whole MLB cheating scandal. Mm-hmm. For every baseball player, past, present, future, for every media person, we know they cheated. They were punished. It happened. Can we please stop asking questions? Can the players stop talking about it? We've seen the video about Altuve hiding the jersey because of the wire. We know. We get it. It's happened. Let's move on and please stop asking questions. That's all here every day is another player coming on and complaining. We get it. You're unhappy. It happened. Move on. You still have millions of dollars in the bank. You're famous. Your life is okay. Please stop talking. You're not sad. I'm the one that's sad. Now, the NBA All-Star game, in honor to... To, in honor of Kobe Bryant, they made adjustments. Uh, it was the game was better. Now, do they keep on doing it? Being in the NBA All Star Game, and nobody cares about the All Star Game. I would think going forward, they may want to keep on doing this. Uh, it was definitely, from a viewer wise, more entertaining. Uh, and seeing a player take a charge in, in, in any game, it, it's a shock. In any game, it doesn't happen, but in, 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 in the All-Star game, it's even bigger of a shock. And one more thing, Larry, the dunk contest. Well, can we please just stop it? Stop the dunk contest, okay? They miss. We've seen it. We, we don't know who they are. People get robbed, get cheated. Just stop, please. All right, Mike. Thanks for the phone call. I'll say this. Do you think if you're... Uh, you know, LeBron, Joel Embiid, you know, one of the top players in the, one of the featured franchises face of teams in the NBA. You're like, why do I bother doing this? It's not, it's not incentive enough for you to get the regular guys out there. I think if you could give them an option to help their charity out, maybe that would give you the opportunity. Maybe that would spur on some other guys that you could, you know, stick your teeth into and say, oh, I really want to see what he does. I really want to see. I really want to see LeBron. I really want to see, you know, th- these guys who really, really dunk all the time. I-, I want to see these guys. But I just think that the NBA has kind of allowed the second-tier players to help put a face on who these guys are. And so now, I mean, you know, look, the one that got to shoot the from Puma out of the, out of the dunk contest victory last night, uh, Saturday night. Good for him. But, you know, I understand what you're saying. You want to see names. You want to see people. You want to see, you know, folks who you know. You want to see Banner. You want to see Jordan and Dominique Wilkins. I got it. You want to see Vince Carter. I got it. 
These guys don't want to play, don't want to be in the dunk contest. And I don't know how you force them to be in the dunk contest. And there's sponsorship for it. So un- unless the sponsors pull it, you're still going to have folks in the dunk contest. You just are. John is in Garden City. Hey, John, you're next on 9870 ESPN. Hey, thanks a lot for having me on. Um, my concern is I don't understand why we actually have a all-star game at all for any of the leagues. If anything, the skills competition, the shooting competitions, the, the home run derby and MLB, those are what draw the crowd. The athletes don't want to hurt themselves when it comes to the all-star game. So they don't try. So my question is, why do we even have it? You know, it, it just seems to me that it, it's just an, an unnecessary thing to have where we just give them a week off, let them have these skills competitions. I will say, though, I'm very happy that they did name the MVP award for Kobe Bryant, rest his soul. Mm-hmm. Um, but beyond that, there really isn't a need for it. Nobody's really trying. Well, you can't say that, John, after the fourth quarter last night in the NBA. Those guys were trying. Those guys were competitive. Those guys wanted to win. They were playing for these young kids. They were playing for these programs in Chicago. And they were going all out. Coaches were calling timeout, designing plays in the fourth quarter of an all-star game. So, you know, I understand what, what you're saying. And I would have agreed with you, especially in the NBA, before yesterday. After yesterday, I, you know, if it continues, can't agree with you now, John, because they wanted to play. It meant something to those guys. And you could see it. You could see it on their face. You could see how they played. You could see the competitiveness, the competitiveness of it. They really wanted to win. And I enjoyed it. You know, the baseball all-star game, they got some things to work out. And, and what hurts them in the baseball all-star game, what hurts them is because now that you have interleague play, you get to see National League against American League. See, before they had interleague play like that, you didn't see that. So you were looking forward to saying, ooh, what is the National League? It's the National League against the American League. And this is, ooh, I, I always wanted to see when when Mike Trout faces Jacob deGrom. Okay, I wanted to see what that happens. That's the 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 best guy the face of baseball. He's supposed to be baseball's best player against now a two-time Cy Young Award winner. Oh, I want to see that matchup. But now with interleague play, you don't have that pull to it. Uh, so that's why they're trying to, that's why they did the home run derby to try to bring some, you know, it's a celebration of the sport and that's what they try to do. And, you know, it's sponsored. <laughs> that means money, money. You're listening to the ESPN New York Tonight podcast with Larry Hardesty on 98.7 ESPN. You're listening to ESPN New York Tonight on 98.7 ESPN. Also on Twitter, at Hardesty ESPN, at ESPN NY 98 underscore 7 FM. If you're not near your phone, you want to tweet some thoughts uh, on the conversation, please feel free to do so. Listen, we get to the calls in a second. We're talking scandal. We're talking NBA All-Star Game. Slam dunk. Here's the thing for me. As I listen, let me do this first. Let's listen to Mike Trout. 
And you can tell he's not real happy with the punishment the Astros have <clears throat> received. You know, just I don't agree with the, the punishments. You know, the, the player's not uh, getting anything. You know, it was a player-driven uh, you know, thing. Because, like you said, a guy's career has been affected. A lot of people, you know, lost jobs. It's, uh, it was tough. Uh, it'll be me going up to the plate, knowing what's coming. It'll be uh, pretty fun up there. <laughs> so, um, you know, it's, like I said, it's, a lot of guys lost respect for, for some of the guys, and you know, it's, it seems like every day something new comes out. So. And here's his thoughts on the 2017 World Series. You know, it's tough because you don't know, you know, what helped and what not, but. You know what's coming. It's gonna definitely help you. I think. I think that's. You know, it's tough. You're taking a trophy away, taking taking the rings away. Uh, I think they should definitely do something. Uh, I, I don't know what, but to, to cheat like that and not get anything, it's it's, uh, it's sad to see. For sure. Now, Justin Turner, formerly of the Mets, with the Los Angeles Dodgers. Um, unhappy also you know we understand how difficult it is you know to win a world series it's hard it's really hard and it's something that you have to earn and obviously um you know as the report showed as all these guys from their club over there are coming back and apologizing and uh you know trying to make amends for it, it it's pretty evident to me that it wasn't earned and it's not something that you know, a banner should be hung in their stadium. A trophy should be put up wherever their trophies go. You know, they shouldn't have rank. Like, sorry, a World Series championship is earned, and it's it defines careers. It defines people's careers. So here's the interesting thing for me. As I listen to the flow of players continue to comment, and as the more guys come into training camp, the more questions and comments you'll hear. That's why this is going to go on at least until this weekend. So I don't care whether it's this, whether it's this, whether it's this. Hello, this is Siri. Or whether... Here's the thing. I don't care whether it's any of those. Okay? Great job, Joe. What's so interesting to me is these players who are commenting on it, these players who are talking about how bad it is, go to your union reps and say to them, you know what, we want you to deal with the player. They sh- we'll, we'll waive whatever we have to do to make sure that guys are punished for doing this. Okay, because it's easy for you to stand up here and, and toe the company line. Oh, it's upset. Oh, I'm upset with all this. Oh, they cheated. They did this. Because here's Manford. You think Manfred is going, you think Manfred would be able to get players suspended or fined so close to the, to the new contract? Would you, would you, would you waive, would you agree, MLB players, to go back into the contract in the collective bargaining agreement? Okay. Would you agree to do that and find a way to penalize guys if this came up again? That's what I want to know. Because I understand you talking the frustration. I got it. I understand. Especially if you're a Dodger. If you're a Yankee. I understand it. If you're Mike Trout, who is, like I said, who never speaks. Ever. And you're talking about this. And it seems to be the one thing that players are unified about. 
and guys have been harsh on the game and on the commissioner. Okay? But will you step up and say, you know what? We really want this to stop. Let's go back in the collective bargaining agreement. And when something, if something like this happens again, let's put in a situation or a clause where we can suspend these guys. Then it'll stop. Because right now, Hinch didn't steal the signs. General Manager didn't steal the signs. Cora didn't steal the signs. It was the players who used them. And I'm not saying that those folks shouldn't be punished because they should be. And they were. And rightfully so. But the players got no punishment. So while you guys are out here talking and telling us how bad it is and what needs to change and the commissioner doesn't know this and they should have got suspended and we're not, how could this happen and all this other stuff. You guys know how well your union represents you. Let's see if you're willing to open up the contract or going into the next bargaining agreement, if you're willing to sit down and put a clause in there that suspends guys who do this. Let's see if you can do that. And if you want to be ahead of the game, why don't you guys sit down and and draw it up and layer it so it could be, okay, if it's this, so try to make it easier for baseball to try to get this done. How about that? While you're, to, while you're talking and telling us how bad it is and how awful it is and Astros didn't deserve, didn't win this and they don't deserve this and titles should be taken away and all this other stuff. I'm not saying you're wrong. The only thing I'm saying is these are your fellow union guys. Are you willing to see that they're punished? Are you willing to allow to remove the protection? that they have of your great union. And listen, I love you. I'm all for unions. I have no problem with unions. But you can't stand here and criticize the commissioner for not dealing with the players, understanding that he can't. How's he going to do it? There's no way the union would have agreed to it. None. Come on, you guys know that. So it just strikes me curious that while they're talking about it, and listen, they're answering questions. I understand. But let's see, let's let's see if you guys can get together and come up with a way to dissuade this from happening again. I'd like to see that. I would. Charlie's in Woodside. Hey Charlie, you're next on ninety eight seven ESPN. Charlie. Hey, hey, Larry, how you doing? I'm all right, man. What's up? Uh so certainly I mean I mean, I'm excited for the Yankees season, 2020 season, but, I mean, over the weekend, I thought it was, I mean, we try to get over with, but after Correa come on Saturday, that was really offended me. That was tone deaf. How can you say where you, I mean, you, because you know what? You know what the Astros cannot do right now? You got to take your medicine, take your criticism, and shut up. That's it. And Correa, and after, you know, fair, fair I, I, I'm not satisfied, but fairly, I don't know, I say apology. Yeah, probably the fair apology on Thursday. Come on, on Ken Rose and talk to Ken Rose, though. How arrogant, how tone deaf, how you, you have him like, oh, um, don't try to miss him. Tell Bellinger how misinformed. Oh, we play fair and square. 
That's not. Are you serious? Y'all cheated. Even if you don't cheat in the World Series, y'all cheated. 2017, 18, 19, every, any skepticism in 18, 19 can be had because y'all cheated in 17. And Larry, I know enough is enough, but I mean, taking the title away is almost, I mean, ridiculous. But you know why, Larry? Mm-hmm. I'm so sick and tired of this. I, I had enough of these clowns. You know what? I want the I want them to vacate that title, or you know what? You know what the Larry should do? Put an asterisk to it instead of call them champion. 2070 Houston Astros World Cheaters. How about that, Larry? Not happening, Charlie. <laughs> I understand you. I understand your frustration. I do. Not happening. I'm not going to do it. Davidson Red Bank. Hey, David, you're next on ESPN New York tonight. Hey, thank you. I appreciate you taking my call. You got it, partner. What's up? I think, first of all, I'm really frustrated with everybody who's calling in, giving excuses defending the Astros in a sense where, number one, it's hard to hit a baseball. We get it. I played baseball in high school. It's hard to hit a baseball. I'm not a great player. But if you know the pitch is coming, you're getting tipped off. It makes it that much easier, taking a lot of guesswork out of it. So anybody defending on that level, these are professional players who even if they hit 205 will be better than anybody who's calling in to their wildest dreams. Number two, I completely agree with you when you're talking about how these players need to address it in the CBA. There's no telling how there could be punishment right now. There's nothing written out, but they need to think about it. The fact of the matter is the Astros challenge the integrity of the game of baseball, the game that we've loved, something that's been untouchable in our hearts our whole entire lives. And if they can't address that right now, then they have to set up guidelines for the future. Because this, if this happens again, and I see my Yankees lose the World Series because they're cheating, I'm going to be super frustrated, and I already am frustrated. I just want this game to be healthy. I want everybody to come together, work out a solution, and I personally don't see any type of solution coming in the near future or even next five years. I don't know what your take is on that, but I appreciate it. All right, David, thanks for the phone call. I I don't know what they're going to do, but something's got to be done because I'm telling you, somebody's going to try it again. I'm just saying, somebody's going to try it again. For the Astros to continue after there's a letter, strongly worded letter from the commissioner saying, I know what's going on. Shut it down to everybody, not just Houston, not just Boston, everybody. Knock it off. And you still do it? You're that arrogant. Oh, we don't, we're not doing nothing. It's working for us. <laughs> Listen. If they didn't want us to use the if if they didn't want us to use the technology, why they put it right near the why they put it right near the clubhouse? <laughs> Obviously, they want us to use it. It's right here. What are we gonna do? Right. I'm with you, Danny. I'm not sure how they're gonna do it, but if I was one of the player reps, okay, you need to start thinking about being ahead. Because you're already behind, but being ahead in terms of how can we make this so we don't look bad? Because here's what everybody's asking. How come the players aren't being punished for this? Why don't you be in the forefront and come up with an idea, a conversation, an idea on how 
the players can be penalized. Okay? You guys were able to come up with, and rightfully so, and you should be commended for coming up with a punishment for domestic abuse. And rightfully so. And it's a good job. Because that needed to be handled and identified. And you did that. Great. You can do it for this too. Because once people, fans, start to wonder if the game they're watching is for real, once that doubt is in their minds, it doesn't help you grow in the game. And once again, I know you guys are tired of hearing about it. I know you guys are tired of talking about it. But it's not going away. A, because more stuff is going to come out. B, because every time the Houston Astros go into a new city, it's going to be, how would how did, how did the fans respond? Did somebody throw at somebody? Oh, and I know the commissioner is going to have harsh, harsh repercussions for you throwing that to Houston Astros. Oh, I know. I know. I got it. <laughs> okay. We'll see. We'll see. You are listening to the ESPN New York Tonight podcast with Larry Hardesty on 98.7 ESPN. You are my you didn't know all the ways I loved you. It's ESPN New York Tonight, Monday night edition of the show. Thank you for joining us. Let's go to John in Sayerville. John, you're next on 98.7 ESPN. Hi, Larry. First time caller, long time listener. Thanks for having me. Thanks for calling, John. Do it again. So I have a quick question. Do you think that this coming All-Star game, will we see Houston Astros mm-hmm. players being voted into the All-Star game or fans will won't vote, will won't vote them in this year? That's an interesting question, John, but I do think that the Houston faithful are going to do their best to uh, vote their folks in. Thanks for the phone call. I really do. I think they're going to, to push the ballots, as they always do. Um, and I do think that when you have a guy like a Verlander on your staff, Grinky on your staff, as far as pitchers, I think there's a good possibility that they will be on your all-star roster as well. But I do think you'll see a couple of the players because, you know, Altuve theoretically is still a really good player. Okay. He still is. So I do think. That you will see some, uh, you, you'll see some Astros on the All-Star squad. I do. John's in North Bergen. Hey, John, you're next on 9870 ESPN. Hi, Larry. How you doing, sir? What's I'm doing great, on? man. What's happening? Not much, sir. Uh, again, I love your show. Thank you for taking my phone call. Um, as a Yankee fan, um, <clears throat> excuse me. You know, uh, when we got beat, you know what? What I want to say is that the Astros have a good team. They have a good squad. So when we got beat, you know, as a fan, you know, you're not a sore loser. You take it. But, you know, you're you're broken down. You're heartbroken. We lost. But anyway, um, with that being said, what what I'm mad about and what I'm calling about is 
the fact what they're saying, like, you know, that they didn't really do nothing wrong. Um, they didn't cheat. Uh, all the facts that are coming out more and more. Um, that's where I'm mad. Here's why you're mad, John. John, here's why you're mad. Because they're arrogant about it. They're unapologetic, mostly. Right. You know, they got an attitude like, you know, yeah, well, look, nah, we didn't do nothing. Here's what we did. We won our games. (laughs) We got the World Series title. That's what we got. Arrogant, Larry, arrogant ain't the word. Uh, the 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 perfect word is the audacity. Like mm. do like they have the audacity to say like we didn't cheat, we didn't do nothing wrong, and that's where I'm at as a Yankee fan. Like do you? So my question to you, Larry, is like, do you think they should be stripped? Because I I I think we was robbed. Not just us, even Cody Bellinger and the Dodgers. So what do you think, Larry? John, thanks for the phone call. <laughs> See, stripping them, uh, stripping them doesn't do anything. It just doesn't. And, and baseball is not going to strip their World Series title from the Astros. It's not going to happen. They're not going to do it. And I know it's been done. I know Little League does it. I know college basketball does it. College football does it. I know. Major League Baseball is not going to strip any World Series title from any of their teams. They're just not doing it. They're not going to do it. They're not. There should be some form of punishment. And really, really, the punishment should be among the players who participated. That's where the punishment should be. Okay? That's where the punishment is. There's a longing for it because only management was punished. That's the emptiness. That's what you have. So you've got these same players talking smack because, and you're like, how are you talking? And you, 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 you cheated. And you got to know to be standing up here talking like this because they weren't punished. So it leaves a very empty feeling and makes you angry, John. I got it. I understand. Appreciate the kind words. Henry's in orange. Hey, Henry, you're next on 98.7. Hey, how you doing, Larry? I'm doing great, partner. What's up? You know, it's that time of season baseball once again. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm a big Atlanta Braves guy. Okay. So, I mean, I'm talking about, I want to talk about this Houston Astro team. Uh Uh-huh. My thing is about this, and it's like this. All right. We all, we all can say, all right, the Astro team. But, they're, look at these games, like even with the Yankees and the Dodgers. The, they, their batters couldn't hit the ball. You know what I mean? In some of these in these games, all right. We want to say, all right, Houston had advantage on the bats on the bats points. Yeah, all right, whatever. They cheated on the bats. But where was the offense for the Dodgers, and where was the offense for the Yankees in these games? That could have gave them a shot to win these games. Well, well, Henry. Hey, Henry. Maybe if they knew what was coming, there would have been some offense. In other words, if, if the Yankees, if the Yankees and Dodgers had this, or they had this. Hello, this is Siri. Maybe there would have been some offense, my friend. Maybe there would have been. Thanks for the phone call. They didn't have the benefit. That's the point. That's the whole point. 
No, no banging here. When you, whenever you hear this, off speed. When you hear nothing, fastball. Oh, that's easy. Here's the windup. No garbage can fastball. Okay. As long as I know the ball's not going to break, I'll figure the location. If it's not in my zone, I'll let it go. But listen, all you folks that know baseball, what separates some great hitters from going from the minor leagues to the major leagues? Their inability to hit off-speed pitching. Just about everybody can hit the fastball. Everybody. Even at 100 miles an hour. You get, you'll see it enough. You time it. You'll file it off until you get, until they get the location. So if you can eliminate the off-speed pitch and you know when the off-speed pitch is not coming, uh oh, curveball, off speed. Okay, I wait for the break. I wait for the break. That helps a lot. I'm just saying, that narrows it down a lot. And then if we start to do I mean that's a whole other that's a whole other story. A whole other story. When we start doing buzzers. Whole other thing. That's what makes this so crazy. You are listening to the ESPN New York Tonight podcast with Larry Hardesty on 98.7 ESPN. Taking phone calls on the NBA, the All-Star Game Slam Dunk. Also, the continuing saga that is the scandal of Major League Baseball. I'm sorry. Because this, and I'm not talking about, I'm not laughing at the scandal. I'm laughing because only the scandal would knock Yoana Cespedes off the back page because he didn't talk to the media today. <laughs> My guy, Yoana Cespedes. Oh, we're waiting to see what he can do. Oh, we know. At some point in time this season, at some point in time this season, he will be back. Only to leave again. I hope he proves me wrong. I hope he says, you know, I'm so tired of Larry making fun of me, talking about I'm, I take more than one inter, injury, injury list league off, that I'm just going to play 150 games and shut him out. Shut him up. Please shut me up. Please shut me up. Please. I don't think he will, though. Not talking to the media. Why don't you just come on and say hello? <laughs> Not today, tomorrow. Not today. Leave me alone. You know, I gotta ask him, when are you gonna come back? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. When's the last time he spoke? 
little over a year. When's the last time we heard words from the only person that, that is, we've heard from his spokesman, Brody Van Wagenen. You haven't heard from Cespedes, but we heard from his spokesman. I can't wait to hear what he's got to say tomorrow. I can't wait to hear when he's going to tell us he's going to play again. I'm looking forward to it. I am looking forward to that. Oh, I can't wait. If only they had the DH in the National League, I'd be happy. Buddha's in the Bronx. Hey, Buddha, you're next on 98.7 ESPN. Hey, what's going on, Uncle Larry? Long time. Man. It's been, been a minute. Man? What's up, partner? Yeah, listen, I was just, you know, with the, with the basketball, the All-Star this weekend, mm-hmm. you know, the, um, the game definitely was, was a lot better. You know, it was two players. They set the, the tenor and tone for, like, the second half in the fourth quarter. It was Chris Paul. Yep. He was just being Chris Paul. And then um, Gobert, because, you know, Gobert is the kind of guy – he doesn't really have the ball in his hands that much. Mm-hmm. He's not a flashy player. So only thing he could do was bring effort and heart. And, I mean, those two guys changed the tone of, you know, tone of that game. But, like, with that dunk contest, I think, honestly, I, you know, even though Gordon won, it was still stale to see him there. The same way you said it was stale, like, to see Dwight Howard mm-hmm. with the Superman thing. If they open this thing up to 20 players, maybe 10 from the NBA – Ten from you know street ball or whoever you have to qualify those other ten to make it like in a, in a small contest to get there. Then put a sneaker deal with it and put some real judges. You know the celebrity judges. I think that that that's got kind of got a little corny too. I think that would make it a little live. And you put it for like you know instead of making it like a hundred thousand for some charity, it's five million dollars plus a sneaker contract. Ten NBA players. Ten of the best um, street ballers throughout the country, or maybe even throughout the world, and let's see how that goes down. I think that'll be a little bit more interesting than what they got now. Well, I would agree with you somewhat, Buddha. But the biggest problem that you hear people talk about it is because they don't know who the players are. So, if you're going to open it up, how does that? How does that? Your plan address that scenario of you not knowing who the players are. I'm saying, I think if the guys, listen, you know, like the same way they was playing for like pride in that fourth quarter. I mean, come on, bro. Like if they come and they start bringing one, because let's be honest, if they bring the street balls out there, if you watch YouTube, you're going to know who those top 10 guys, dunkers are. Okay. And they're going to know who they are. All these guys all travel in the same circles. Mm-hmm. I mean, listen here. I don't care like how cool, or how good you think you are, or how much you, you going to get tired. Because I think for the first couple of years, those street ballers will win that. Yeah. They, they're going to be more hungry. You understand mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yep. That $5 yep. million dollars will mean something to, to one of them cats. Yeah. And, and I think the NBA players, you know how they are. These guys, they, they, what they diva themselves, come on, they're going to get mad that, that these guys, is, then all of a sudden you're going to have, look, one of the better players is going to be like, mm. I'm, I'm, I'm putting myself in it this year. Okay. Call them out. You know what I mean? Call okay. them out. I hear you, Buddha. That might be that might be the way we have to go. Thanks for the phone call, my friend. Always good hearing from you. And by the way, it was Derek Jones Jr. that won. Although, I still thought Aaron Gordon should have won. Yeah, that's hard. But then again, really on on Derek Jones last. But see, see, here's here's the here's the thing for me. I know that they were saying for this is Derek Jones' last dunk, the one that he took off one step in front of the uh, foul line. See, I don't know that the, I, 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 that's not a perfect dunk for me. I, I know there was a 50, 50. I don't know that that's a fifty. How many times have I seen that? I've seen it a lot. <laughs> I've seen it a lot. So I don't know that that was, was a 50. And then for me, if you've given out all these 50s, I mean, like, what, what the, what, how many, how many times we got to be dunking? 
How many? McGoin had five. Had, had every dunk, every dunk he had was a fifty. I mean, it was interesting. It was compelling. But I, you know, I'd like to see some more folks. I, I, I understand what you're saying, Buddha, and I understand what the other folks are saying. You want some other guy? You want LeBron in there? I know. I know there's a number of folks you want to see in there. Kawhi. I just don't, I just, I don't, Buddha, you might, that might be the best way to call him out. Maybe that's the way to go. Maybe. Maybe that's the way. I don't know. We'll find out. Richmond's in the Bronx. Hey, Richmond, you're next on 98.7. Larry. Yep. Hello? Yep. What's up? Yeah, my my thing is, uh, by the way, this um real fan, first time calling, real time listener, man. I'm going back to the um ML ML League with um with this Houston Astro thing, man. Mm-hmm. This is a dynamic that nobody is talking about. Like, Which is what you guys always you guys are always saying about um oh why did um you know the um the Dodgers didn't hit. Dodgers didn't hit, but the playoff is all about pitching, man. Like, um, these guys had an advantage of knowing what pitches was coming. Right, right I know. So they can't, they can't go on that level. They can't go on that spin because you always have an advantage of knowing what pitches are coming, whether it's um, against, the, you know, our Yankees or against the Dodgers. So this um, Bellinger, he, he had a real point about complaining. Right. Well, listen, Richmond, here's the thing. And thanks for the phone call. They all have points in complaining. I have no problem with them complaining. I just want the complaints to make them go back to their respective teams and come up with the solution. So if, and I hope it never happens again, please, I hope it never happens again. But guess what? I think it's going to happen again because I think somebody's still going to try to find a way to take a shortcut to figure out what's coming. I mean, people have look as as everybody reminds me. People have been stealing signs in baseball forever. I know, but this was with the electronics, and this was after the commissioner said knock it off. So I still think somebody's going to try. So if it happens again, let's put something in the collective bargaining agreement that says, "Hey, guess what? If it happens and you're caught, here's what happens to you." Because there's not one player, not one player who has been caught and suspended, or nothing's happened to him. No suspension, no fine, nothing. Nothing. So I'm just telling you, my experience says to me, if you do something and the penalty is not stiff enough, somebody's going to try it again. Think of what, think of, the the rules that Major League Baseball has put in about steroid use. You're missing half a season. Half a season. Since they put this rule in the books, has there been nobody that's ever been tested for steroids since then? Yeah, there has been. So there's always going to be somebody that's going to try. And even that wasn't the deterrent enough. So if you have nothing in the collective bargaining agreement, where's that deterrent? You are listening to the ESPN New York Tonight podcast with Larry Hardesty on 98.7 ESPN. 
me show you that I feel you. Wanna freak, wanna ride with you. Wanna kiss, wanna put my lips all over you. Can't get enough of you. Always again of you. So sweet, I can't forget. So good, girl, you make me sweat. But I'm talking about to the Twitter. My nephew. You know, Jay Blaze NYC. Uncle Al, while it was just the All-Star game and their teams are different, were Giannis and Boston's go-to guys kind of exposed? Would those guys really be capable of carrying their teams to beat either L.A. team in a seven-game series? It's fascinating because Giannis really has a lot to prove. Giannis obviously needs to expand his game and, and you know, you're seeing him starting to do more threes. But he's going to have to learn to trust his team a little bit more and get other people involved. I think he, he learned a lot going through it last year. So, Jay Blaze NYC, it'll be interesting to see what he's learned and how he can apply that and try to raise his team as they together go through from that learn from that experience from last season. Uh the Tatums and uh you know the rest of the crew uh from Boston it's gonna be interesting to see how they handle things. Because I think they can be okay. I'm still concerned about Gordon Hayward and I'm not sure if Gordon Haywood can give them enough that he can be close to the way he was before, before the injury, that he can be close to that player, close to that player that he was before the injury, because that's who they need. They need him to be that guy if they're going to go deep into the postseason. All right? Dominic's in Arizona. Dominic, you're next on 987 ESPN. Yeah, man, I, the whole All-Star game, was that was perfect, but I just feel like, wow, free throw. That should have been inbound the ball and play, you know what I'm saying? And then I feel like Giannis should have got one last shot, and if they miss, they lose. That's how I've seen it. The well, here's the problem. Once it, came up to the, once it came up to the odd number and you saw how it was going to fall, it was kind of hard, Dominique, thanks for the phone call, to, to do it any other way. Now, if you're going to say you got to win by two, that's a different story. If you say, okay, you got to win. The, the, the score is 157, but the dip, but the difference has to be by two or three. That's a little different, but the way they had it, you know, that's the way it was. Now, maybe as they go back and tweak it some more, maybe they'll come up with some adjustments, but I understand what you're saying, but you, you could see it on the, when it fell on the odd number, I'm like, it's going to be a free throw involved here. And you saw, you know, Team LeBron tried to hit the three. Couldn't do it. <laughs> Couldn't do it. So then LeBron said, look, let me take, let me go to the basket. And it just so happens that they ran the play that Lowry was on Anthony Davis. And that was the mismatch that, and he fouled him, which is what you have to do because that would have been an easy basket otherwise. And so it ended up going to the free throw line. So it was circumstance, but you know, this is the way it happens sometimes. Samson Flatbush, what's up, Sam? What's going on, Uncle Larry? I got it. What's happening, man? Everything's good, thank God. Want to talk about a couple of stuff about a couple of different sports? I love the All Star game last night, but like the previous caller said, the problem is I think maybe every 
I don't know how much points. You can't do because if you do a certain amount of fouls and the team gets into the bonus, then it's, it, it, it like ruins the intensity. But otherwise, it was so great watching these great players go at it. I was, I was so happy. You know, I, was, I was just psyched. I, I just wanted it to be a close game. I didn't care who was going to win. It was, it was just amazing. You know, see the greatest players in the world go up against each other. It was amazing. It was, and, and, and that's what, Sam, that's what the competition is about. What you saw there was real competition from great players. And so, you know, that's what you want to see. And for you to have it for just one quarter in an all-star game, the fourth quarter, it was great. It was such a difference from what was the score last year? 198, 199, 198, something like that? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> it sounds like the Chinese league. Anyways, I thought of a good solution for the three pitcher rule. Maybe three, three batters rule. Maybe if let's say someone fakes an injury, though, let's say the Mets, right? Are playing the Yankees. So let's say Jerry's injury. So then the Yankees should be able to pick. If the player gets injured, they should be able to pick which, which, which player. On the other team is able to come in. Only if, like, you didn't pitch the night before or something like that, hmm. they, they get to pick. That's interesting, Sam. That, that's an interesting thought. Thanks for the phone call. I don't think it will happen, but that's, that's an interesting thought. Because you know there's going to be some situation where it's going to come up that guys have got, that, that it's going to be a scenario where they're going to try to get the guy out of a situation. Okay. If you've given up back to back home runs to the first two batters, Maybe we'll just intentionally walk the third guy and get you out of the game. Or what happens if he gave up a grand slam and I want you out of the game, but you still got to pitch the two more batters? What are you going to do, intentionally walk the two guys? Are you going to fake the injury? What are you going to do? If you're playing the Astros, you're going to throw at somebody so you can get tossed? <laughs> what do you do? That's going to be the question. How will Major League Baseball handle that? I'm very curious. Very curious because we know there's there's a there's going to be harsh repercussions for throwing in any of the Houston Astros. Dusty Baker's done a nice job with that, and I think Dusty Baker is the right guy for right now. I do. I think Dusty's the right guy, but I'm gonna tell you something. To be honest, I thought it was I thought it was tacky for Crane to throw Dusty out there to talk about something. That he wasn't a part of. Oh, Dusty, you handle handle you handle this. <laughs> Dusty, like, <laughs> you want me to talk about this? I wasn't here. You were here. Why don't you talk about it? <laughs> I wasn't here. I just got here. Why am I talking about what happened in 2017, 18, and 19? You know what Dusty should have said? I don't see nothing. I know nothing. That's what he should have said. You're listening to the ESPN New York Tonight podcast with Larry Hardesty on 98.7 ESPN.